G'day Greyhound fans, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to a very special edition of Behind the Boxes. Of course, it is one of the biggest nights on the calendar at Wentworth Park this Saturday night with the running of the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg, the 33rd running of the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg. Thedogs.com.au form expert Ray McGavin will join me in just a moment to discuss the entire 10 race meeting. Don't forget we are broadcasting live with our showcase coverage there. You can catch all the action on thedogs.com.au. Welcome along to Behind the Boxes. Welcome to the form expert from Greyhound Racing New South Wales, thedogs.com.au. Ray Magoo McGavin. G'day Magoo. Duke, how you doing, mate? You know what? I'm really excited. I love... I love Easter time for a start. Um, I love the Sydney Royal Easter show. I think I've missed a – it's pretty much like the Golden Easter Egg for me. I think I've missed a couple in the last 32, 33 years. Um, I love yes. – I yes. mean, I, you know, I, I much prefer the Easter show, you know, at, when it was at Paddington and, and the showgrounds there and that, but it's moved to Homebush and that. It's got bigger and bigger and bigger. But, God, I, I love Easter time and I love Golden Easter Egg night. There's just something special about the Easter time of year, Duke. Like, you know, Christmas is hustle and bustle, but, you know, Easter you just got that. You can go back a gear and it's a little bit more relaxed. But, um, yeah, like you, mate, love the show and love the Easter egg series. It's just been fond memories. I will be at the Easter show on Monday because my four grandkids who are on the Gold Coast have already sent me their orders for the show bags. So, Well, pick me, pick me up a birdie beetle, mate. Oh, that's there. what I said to my daughter. I'll get them a birdie beetle. <laughs> and she said, you're a scab, Dad. Seriously, they're five bucks. No, no, I'll be getting the, the Barbie bag and the Frozen bag and the Wiggles bag and all what, that sort what are you of getting, stuff. What are you getting for your kids, Dad? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do love it. Let's let's talk about the Golden Easter Egg. It was first run in 1990 uh, when Ultrasense won. And, of course, we have the Ultrasense series on Saturday night as well, trained by Jimmy and Christine Coleman. Uh, and since then, I mean, it is a race dead set champions win, Magoo. Mate, I'm not going to pump up your tyres, but, you know, the, the famous flashbacks that you show and I just, like, I just get goosebumps watching some of them on the old Wenny track, the old grass track here in the dulcet tones of the best PA and, and some of the winners, too many good ones to to name, to roll off my tongue. But I, I had a little bit of an affinity with one of the uh, Easter egg winners being Billy Bingjack. 1993. Uh, Ronnie and yeah, Pat Yeah. Yeah, because Magoo caught Billy Bingjang through the Easter Egg series, the heat in the final. Yeah, he certainly did. Um, they were looking for a catcher in the heat, and I put my hand up. I think they had two runners in the first week, and then I got the I got the gig for the final too. So uh, obviously, you copped a sling. Oh, turn that up, Duke. There's no slings. Like I, I just I just do things for love. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm that sort of a bloke. Great. Well, don't send your invoice in for this. Hey, have a look at this for an honour roll. Ultrasense won in 1990. Highly blessed. I'll just go through a few of them. Mancunian Girl, Tentil Doll, Rapid Journey, Brett Lee, Bogey Lee, Power to Burn. Um, the Victorians had a massive run. The Victorians have won 14 of the 32 so far, Magoo. Uh, and from 2011 to 2018, they won every single year. Cosmic Rumble won it in 2010. Uh, the West Australian superstar Tommy Shelby in 2021 and, of course, She's a Pearl in 2022. But I, I, I want to ask you about the Golden Easter Egg. So this is the 33rd running and this this proves how 
tough a race it is. And I love the series that it's a three-week series. I know a lot of people are a knock on that, but I love the fact it's a three-week series. You can run first, second or third and progress through to the semifinals. Not only that, Magoo, you can run fourth, which Simply Limelight and El Yer did in the first week. They made it through to the semifinals. They've won their semifinals and they're in the final. But that whole three-week series, you know, dogs get a second chance or a third chance in that essence. Um, it's just one of those really special races. And it was, you know, I remember we released Greyhound Racing Extra, I think it was about April 1994. Jeez, that's 30 years ago next year. Uh, and I had Steve Moran on. We did a feature story about the Golden Easter Egg, you know, and it was worth $100,000. It held so much prestige and it still does. I mean, when you and I were growing up, it was the Derby that was the big one, but then the Golden Easter Egg um, sort of annexed that and now we've got the Million Dollar Chase. But I'll tell you what, you speak to a lot of the Greyhound purists and the egg is the one they want to win. Yeah, well, what stands out about that honour roll you mentioned, Nate, is also the trainers, some of the trainers, the champion trainers that put the lead and collar on those dogs. That that always, it goes hand in hand. You've got to have a good dog You've got to be well prepped. And look, thankfully, they resisted any change to the three-week series because for mine, it's part and parcel of what the egg was about. I know for a, you know, for a while there and probably because the you know, influence that the Victorians had, it was, oh, you know, we'll make it a little bit easier on the travel, et cetera, et cetera. But the fabric of the egg was heat's semi-final, and I'm so glad they never swayed from it. 32 runnings, Ray. This is how tough a race it is to win once. No Greyhound has ever won it twice. Exactly right, Duke. And, you know, I mentioned my catching of Billy Bingjang. That was one of the few times I wasn't working at Wentworth Park. I've judged nearly every one of those winners across the line in the Golden Easter Egg in my position as race night judge. I think, so, yeah, the one that holds... Probably the most memories, not because I backed it or anything like that, was but because of the scenes post race, and that was when City Swain trained Cyrus the Virus oh. to win in two thousand and three. <laughs> it was a wet night. Dean Swain's dancing up the home straight, getting to City, and, you know, it, and the emotion that you saw, and it, and it is one of those races where, you know, there's enormous emotion, and you know, Fernando Bale in two thousand and fifteen, off and running the raw, but the raw that year was nothing compared to the raw in 2022 when She's a Pearl won because the whole She's a Pearl crew were very close to where I was broadcasting last year. And I know it's a cliche that they lifted the roof off the stand. I'm oh, telling mate, you, Magoo, did. they did lift the roof off they the stand. Did. As I said, mate, from that ivory tower in the judges' box, those big races when the crowd used to roar, and I tell you when they also roared too, Duke, is in the staying races because it's one of those things Well, one, you get a roar once because they think they've hit the post and they've collected and once. <laughs> But the raw when a when a good stayer just takes off from the back. But it is it's one of the, it's one of those feelings the crescendo from the crowd and it does lift the roof. Yeah, it's a cracker of a night. Ten races on the card. We've got the Group One Association Cup as well as the Group One Golden Easter Egg. We kick off proceedings, Magoo, with a Group Three a Group Three Magic Maiden final and the biggest Spruik Maiden of all time was one hot bandit. He didn't disappoint last week. Twenty nine sixty eight. In his heat uh, with laddies at the moment, he's currently a dollar ninety-five. Uh, Zipping Rousey clocked the same time as him, and she draws box number three. She's around the two sixty quote. Then we're out to about eight dollars with uh, Zipping Remus. How do you see this in the opener? 
Look, mate, these these dogs are dead set the stars of the future. You know, we'll be talking about these dogs, all things being equal, in the egg next year, races like that. These dogs have got group races written all over them. As you said, the wraps were really, really big for one hot bandit. Smashed in the market when betting went up and didn't disappoint. Mate, the acceleration through the pen from that dog was something to behold. I like the way he handled himself through the through the oh, pen, Ray. He, di- he didn't panic. He was, he's only a young dog. And look, I can tell you, Andy's had this dog ready for three months, right? And I know the times it's trial. But it's different to do it one out and two out. But when you're in a field, first time at the track, all those things that go against these dogs as maidens, just the way he handled himself, I thought he was really impressive. Yeah, bred, bred, bred to be a star, and, and that's the thing. You know, you can, you can be well-bred, but you've got to have the ability. And this dog does have the ability. By Barcia a bail out of Nina Oro, which makes him a half to the likes of good odds cash. 100%. And look, it's the only the only hiccup you have with these maidens is because, yeah, look, the form looks well exposed through just two heats or through one run in heats. But if they all do what they did do in the heats, well, this dog looks to get like a beautiful run down the outside with the six and the seven going towards the fence in the early stages. So I've gone I've gone his way and look, 2968 um, one hot bandit and exact same figures for zipping Rousey. We talk about being well backed, it was just off the mat, dude. Like fair dinkum, what if they went up four sixty or something off box one? <laughs> SP'd at 260, uh, 546 to the first mark. It's by Feral Frankie out of Zipping Taylor. Um, yeah, another, I, one, another one bred to be good. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I, I spoke to Andy. I had a lengthy conversation about with him yesterday about all the runners uh, that are engaged on Saturday night, so I can give you his insights. He doesn't dismiss the chances of number five, Bandit Bullet, who's currently $12. Uh, he said oh, the- he expects him to lead and lead easily, even though he's drawn box five. Uh, he said if he leads and gets that break and the others are in trouble, he said they will be flat out running it down. But for anyone who likes those value odds, I can tell you that Andy Lord is he, – he thinks the pink wins, uh, one hot bandit, but he said if you want to save on something at big odds, bandit bullet is the dog to save on because he thinks he'll just go straight to the front. Well, his pickup pace was enormous in his heat win duke. So, I mean, if Andy expects that dog to lead, if he pings the lids, well, he will lead. But the red, the red's the only like query for mine because it's a dog that will get up the track. Probably, definitely hasn't got the class of its litter mates. But um, yeah, look on what you've seen through the heats. I think the two favourites will fight it out and and respect uh, Mr. Lord's, you know, spruik about Bandit Bullet being a, a knockout chance. All right, eight, three, five, and two from me in the first Magoo. Which way are you? I went eight three six two Duke. I've left the yellow out, but uh, just just looking for a little bit of value. All right, race two, the Paul Wheeler Celebration, honouring one of the great men in greyhound racing. Um, we are still deeply saddened by his loss, but he had such an enormous impact. Uh, the entire Wheeler family have, but particularly Paul, the way he changed the breeding scene in Australia, and it's great to see this race being run again this year. It's a free for all over the five twenty metres. Uh, the favourite is Mortified off the outside again at $2.10. Uh, Zipping Maserati is an early scratching, so box four is vacant now. Uh, Aglan Luai and Showman Jack, the winner of the Country Classic at Dubbo a couple of weeks back, they're on the second line of betting at five fifty, and then we go seven fifty about King Kyrgios, $8 Red Hot Frankie. 
couldn't help but be impressed by Mortified's return to the winner's list here at Wentworth Park last week. 29-40 and a 5-33 first split. Seriously, that is hard. Mate, yeah. A real, a real case of what is for Chris O'Brien. You know, like, I mean, you'd be talking about Mortified being one of the top picks in the egg if she was in. Um, that, that win last week, 29-4 on the same night that they all went around in the egg heats, just shows how fast a bit she is. On the arm, she is just pretty to watch. And, you know, you look at it, she's had, she had box one in the Futurity and was expected to win that. She must have started in that, had box one at Wenny in two starts since and gone bang, bang. And I don't think I've seen a dog come out under the lids like she did last week. That's, you know, why the 5.33 section was run. Um, her box eight stats are perfect. Three three wins from four starts. So, uh, yeah, they, they shouldn't be beating her, especially if she rolls to the top. Eight, three, six and one from me in race two, the Paul Wheeler celebration. Magoo, your tips? Just jumbled them up a bit. Eight, six, one and three. All right, race three on the card at Wenny on Saturday night is the UltraSense finalist. I said UltraSense was the inaugural winner of the Golden Easter Egg Series and the favourite here, Cumbria Kid for Steve Fitch at 260 off a fastest qualifying win. 320 Oro Rojo. Uh, $4.80 about Eula Bale and five fifty for Zipping Sabrina. Zipping Sabrina is hunting down six wins on the trot. I, I just thought the inside two dogs, I, I, I really don't like Aura Rojo off the inside box. I think, um, you know, I think she's a much better dog drawn, say, four or five out. Uh, and that's, the, that's why I'm not tipping her on top. But Cumbria Kid, look, he's a, you know, he's a well-performed uh, chaser. I know his stats at when he don't, don't really show that. He's won three of 14 at Wenny, but he's won 15 overall, McGurn. He went 29.73, best of night in the heats of this race. And, you know, he's won eight races from the inside two boxes. Mate, this, this race gives a chance for, like, there's two mentors in this, Steve Fitch and Subby, Subby Nura, with the two favourites. It'll be just, I don't think there'll be a person in greyhound racing that won't be happy either of those two dogs win because these blokes are just champion blokes. And I'm going Cumbria Kid because of the fact that, look, he's had that Group 1 experience at Wentworth Park. He raced in a Group 1 final, and I think that'll hold him in good stead. Should just track the red into the race. I agree with your, your thoughts about Oro Rojo, but the smart thing with Oro Rojo was going back to those scampers at Dapto. Those sprints have really sharpened the dog up and the box manners have become a lot more consistent than what you were seeing early. But if they go around the first turn one, two, and they should because the White's, you know, the widest runner in captivity. So they'll get plenty of room, but I think Cumbria Kid, will, will, he'll definitely be too strong in the run home if they sit one, two going up the back. Well, Cumbria Kid's won eight of 16 from boxes one or two. Oro Rojo has won three of 11 from boxes one or two. And that's why I say, I just like her when she's, you know, she's drawn four out or something like that. But in race three, the UltraSense final, which is worth 25000 to the winner. I've gone two, six, one and five. Magoo, you're with Cumbria Kid as well. Yeah, I've gone two, one, six and five, and we didn't even look at anyone's tips before. No, we haven't. <laughs> All right, race four is a grade four and five. It's the Ode to the Egg by Rupert McCall. And in this event, equal favourites around the $3.43.20 quote, uh, Coco Model and also Spring Patriot, $4.20 about Nengar Chief from box number three and $4.80 about Embrace of Group One. 
winner and perfectly drawn, I thought, out in box seven. I, I'm with Embrace. Um, you only have to go back two starts when she went 29-5, uh, winning a heat of the Golden Easter egg. Uh, she finished way down the track last week. There were excuses for her. Uh, I just thought she was beautifully drawn out in box seven. Um, she's a greyhound that looked two starts back. She pinged out. She went 43 to the first mark, 59 overall. Uh, I, I like Embrace at the odds at around that 450, 480 quote. Yeah, you're making a good good point, uh, good case for Embrace, and, and rightly so. Only little hiccup with Embrace, I thought, was Akai Prince on her outside. That was the only little little hiccup. So I went Spring Patriot from the guts draw. It's not a good draw at uh, the best of times, but this dog's won two from three off the yellow. And strength at the end of the races is the thing with Spring Patriot. Uh, broken, when he, uh, broken 30 at Winnie about three four times, I think. So um, I'm just going to have him on top, hoping that he gets some green lights in the run. I put Coco Model in for second. She's a little bit disappointing, I thought, last start off the red um, lead, but uh, gave gave uh, a dog a mountain room on the inside by surprisingly rolling off the fence up the back. So um, she can improve. She's won over 600 and very, very honest. So I went... Uh, Spring Patriot to beat Coco model and put in Embrace for third. Okay, you've gone five, one, and seven. I've gone seven, five, three, and one. As I said, she's a Group One winner. Uh, she loves an outside draw, and, and you're right. There are a few concerns about Akai Princess in the early stages. Um, she's not going to be worried that much by Bella Nineteen drawn her inside, but the yeah, whole key to Embrace is her just coming out on terms with them because she can be rocks or diamonds at the jump, but if she does. And runs up to that 59 uh, Easter egg heat win. Two starts back, I thought she could claim the money in uh, race number four. All right, race five. The first of our group ones, it is the Group One Association Cup. Again, in a race won by some absolute champions in the past. Don't know if there's a champion in this, but I tell you what, Ray, I'm an unabashed Corborn Magic fan. Uh, and we were happy to take the 220, 240 that he got out to last week. He was absolutely devastating. Ritza Piper certainly not disgraced in running second to him, beaten two and a half lengths. She comes up with box one, so it's two thirty-five for Corborn Magic. Four dollars about Ritza Piper. Four sixty Bandit Jane. Then we go out to Zipping Whiskey, who you found last week at Big Odds at seven dollars fifty. Some say Christmas came early. It came late because you know I wasn't looked after at Christmas. But the seven fifty, thank you very much. Only thing is, I'm a little bit embarrassed because, like you, I've got a uh, lifetime membership of the Corbel Magic Fan Club. And, and you left him out last week. Look, I was just just wanting to see, coming back from Melbourne, coming back from the Melbourne defeat, I just wanted to see how we went. And I went Ritzer Piper. They both made their runs together up the back. He unfurled wide off the track and just went whooshka. And uh, Ritza Piper just got held up on the inside. Wasn't going to make any difference to the result. He is just a, an enormous chaser. Oh, I love his spirit, right? In the past. Yeah, I yeah, love the way he's just one of these dogs. Me. Yeah, it doesn't it, it, look. I I gave myself a pat on the back about getting two of the three staying races right last week because, as we know, the stayers sometimes you can just go. This should happen, and it never does with the stayers, but. Corball Magic, he is a dog that you can just put him in and it doesn't matter whether they're highballing up front or if it's a jam-packed field. He finds run, he bobs, he weaves. Just a magic dog. 
pardon the pun, but uh, love love his, love his uh, tenacious chasing ability. Won 21 from 48 overall. He's won 10 from 20 at Wentworth Park. More than $272,000. I remember his first start at Goulburn. He ran down Tiger Jack. Um, and that was the day Andy said to me, he said, don't worry about what he does now. Wait and see what he does as a stayer. That was after his first race. Uh, no knock on Ritza Piper. Unbeaten off box one. Two starts for two wins. She was gallant last week. She took out the group two summer distance plate earlier this year. I'll tell you the dog I really think is the danger. And I think it's Bandit Jane. Uh, I think she leads for fun. Um, those I, I, When I say leads for fun, I think she can lead Ritza Piper in the early stages. She went 16-12 to the first mark last week. Um, she's probably going to be dulled a little bit by that first 700. Um, but she That's went 16-12. Yeah, she, she's a track record holder at Dapto over the 600. Um, and look, she will improve at the back end of the race. I'm just concerned at how much of that early speed may be dulled by that first 700 and look she gassed herself she she was on the arm from the get-go and ran for oh, 100%. but i just thought just, if just, she leads if she's like zipping whiskey's gonna just give a clear air early and i thought if she leads ritza piper early and gets a break on them uh she is the real danger at around that 460 quote she leads the inside dogs no drama, Duke. It's probably just the pepper she cops off slipping Orlando mid-race. And then the strength of these dogs, these stayers up the back, is going to be where she's going to have to really put in. Because, like, look, she's got a future as a stayer, no doubt. But second up, it's always something that I put in the back of my head when I'm looking at dogs and going, is it a gut buster? And these dogs, there's some really stout stayers here unlike in the heat, which was just like a, a procession once she led. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just went around her tonight. But as I say, she's definitely got a, uh, a big future of the 700. All right. My tips in the Group 1 Association Cup, seven Corborn Magic on top from three Banded Jane. I give Ritza Piper an enormous chance and Zipping Whiskey, the run on dog. Seven, three, one and two in the Association Cup from myself, Magoo. Seven, one, two, and three, as I've got on the dogs.com in front of me. You have. All right. Race six on the card is the group three new sensation. And I have been waiting and waiting and waiting patiently. And I'm not normally a patient man, but I've been absolutely desperate for Palawa King to draw the red. He's had uh, 26 race starts to date. He's only won, he's only had the red once his entire career. He's only had box two twice. He's been besieged by bad draws, and he is a dropout run-home dog, and you're going to have to hold your breath with him. But oh, well, you know, is he perfectly drawn or what? There's people here who are going to just say, have a listen to these two on this podcast. They haven't strayed. It's been same, same every race. Not this one, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm going around the red, and I'm looking for one at odds in the form of Rockstar Heaney. $13 ago. Yeah, I agree with everything you said about Palawar King, but I don't know. Look, virtually had box one last week when the lids opened Duke because I like I was on at the three seventy. I think they bet early and it was truckloaded into two forty. And when they went to the first turn and he was right on the ginger of Tommy Cade, I thought, well, how far are you? Okay, people are going to say, well, you don't run him down in twenty nine fifty five, and you don't, and he didn't. But I just don't know. I just I just go back and I think to myself, we are talking about a dog who he won a 700-metre race here yep. in December. Yeah. Um, 
He ran 29.62 last week. Like, you know, and yeah, again, I, I, have I, a look I, at I, his last five box draws. 6.8786. The last time he had the red and the only time he had the red, he won a 600 at Richmond by a couple of lengths beating Father Rick. I get all that, Jude, but I reckon now the 260 is starting to become poisonous myself. I really do because... Yeah, I don't want to you know, take anything shorter than that, but... Three three from 14 at Wentworth Park and a dog that raced over the 700 in December. Boxes beat doesn't dogs, Boxes beat doesn't dogs. Tick group, doesn't tick group... Well, as I said, I thought I thought the dog was straight down on the Dulux last week, so it was you can negate that wide draw. I couldn't believe how well he handled himself off box six. Yeah. Might be the sort of dog that, you know, prefers, you know, coming back from, you know, racing in about fifth and picking dogs off. But I just think silly, silly odds at the two sixty. I thought three dollars was a little bit short, but they've they've chimed in and for all the reasons that you said. So look, I can't tip every favourite at every meeting. Now and then you have a stab. And I just think Rockstar Heaney perfectly boxed in the guts. Plenty of early zip. Went 5.40 to the first mark last week. We'll get a little bit tired, but just that sort of race that if it finds the lead and providing the red's not straight there in second, I'm just going to have a stab at the, the value odds. All right. So, Magoo, give us your tips in race number six, the new sensation, um, worth 40000 Five, one, two, and four for me, Duke. Uh, I've gone one, eight, two, and four. I thought Tarawire Rocky might get a nice. I think there's going to be, you know, plenty of jamming on the inside. You're going to have dogs coming across hard. Cartel model goes okay in Rockstar Heaney, uh, Rockstar Heaney, and, and Tommy Cade, who was absolutely brilliant uh, oh. when he went twenty nine fifty five. Next his level. Feet. Yep. Uh, I just thought Tarawire Rocky at those, you know, around the eight fifty nine dollar quote. Uh, he's gone twenty nine seven here. I just thought he's. I, I'm going to play him in the Quinellas, but I, as I said, I've been waiting and waiting for Palawar King to draw the red. So I've gone one eight two and four. All right, race number seven on the card: the Group Three Ambrosoli, another race worth twenty five thousand dollars to the winner, named in honour of the greatest greyhound race caller of all time in the. Wonderful, Mr. Paul Embrazzale. It'd be so great to see PA tomorrow night. Absolute cracking race here, Magoo. Uh, again, it's you can. There's probably four or five different scenarios how you read this race, and the market tells the tale. Three seven in Yachi Bale, uh, three eighty Windrawl Class boxes one, uh, three and one, three ninety Panama Pepper, four twenty about Yuko Girl. Really tough race for me. Again. Panama Pepper finally draws an inside box here at Wentworth Park. He's had the five starts, just the one win for a couple of placings. He went 29-47 getting beaten in a heat in a, I think it was a heat of the million dollar chase in September last year. Thought his runs since coming back have been okay and average, but again for me it's the draw. Mate, this is a race named in honor of a man who is all class, so I'm gonna do the right thing and tip Winder all class. Now, she's yet to win off box one, but last week she absolutely speared, got to the middle lane, but unfortunately had the strong dogs right there up the back, and that's what cost a victory. I don't think there's that strength in behind. I think the red Windrawl class and Panama Pepper will get around the first turn running one, two. I've been grossly disappointed with the Archie Bale. It's two went with the park uh, egg runs. I haven't liked the runs at all. I think it's a little bit of unders at the 380, I think you said, or something. So I, I've, I've, I've avoided it. 480 um, into 370 with uh, with Ladbrokes, Yachi Bar. 480 into yeah, 370. There's so plenty of money for it. 
entitled a bet because it's been back to you know back to win a, an egg semi last week. So you know they're probably trying to get a little bit back. But um, I just think that the red leads uh, and the checks is you know the dog that's most likely, if any, to beat her. But she's won a Group One on the bunny, so uh, I'll go with Winder All Class. As I said, named after a man who is all class, the great Paul Ambrosoli. Two, five, one, and three from me in race seven, the Ambrosoli. Your numbers one, two, eight, and three for race seven. All right, race eight, the big one. $300,000 awaits the winner. Uh, there were plenty of tears and plenty of emotion on display last Saturday night. And as I said, it's a race where it affords greyhounds a chance even when they get beat. And you look at Simply Limelight and El Yer, uh, they both ran fourth in their heat. They were the two fastest force which qualified them for the semi final. And they both got through. The full market, Baby JC for Bobby Douglas, who took this race out way back in 2002 with Carlisle Jack. Baby JC finally draws an alley at Wentworth Park and she's 270. Custom Manelli, the real surprise packet of the heat of the uh, Easter egg, I thought it's at 420. 280 and favourite, Simply Limelight, after they bet 350 early with Ladbrokes. Reflections from Box 4 at $12. El Yer for Alan and El Men wearing at $26. Ritza Donna at $51. The despised outsider is Belmont Bullet for Joe McFadden and also Kat Ernst, $61. Elite Alex off the outside at $6.50. Two Mexicans in this race. They draw the wings. Boxes 1 and 8. And as I said, they've got a uh, superb record in the Golden Easter Egg and... You know, you go back, as say, you look at the likes of Striker Light, Fernando Bale, Uphill Jill, uh, you know, and, and right back to Highly Blessed back in 1991. All right, Magoo, I'm going to kick it off. Uh, Bobby Douglas has always maintained that up until last week, Baby JC just not performed at Wentworth Park to the ability that he knows that she has. Uh, she handled herself beautifully off box six, running 29.59 um, off box one, Three starts for three wins. And, look, I know I've tipped a few of the favourites on Saturday night, but it's just the way they're drawn. They're, to me, they've just got perfect boxes. Five starts at Wenny. She's earned a check in every start. She's won twice. She's won 18 of 33 overall. She has got her box on Saturday night. And I just think all things lead to baby JC getting that perfect run. I think the winner comes from boxes one, two and three. Uh, Baby JC, Custom Manelli, or Simply Limelight. I think the way the race is going to be run, that Reflections is going to hold up that outside division along with El Yer. I think, you know, Ritzadonna, Belmont Bullet and, and Elite Alex will really struggle to get clear runs in the race. But I think the race is set up for draw, Greyhounds drawn in boxes one, two and three. I am with Baby JC in front of Simply Limelight, who I know you are the number one card holder for. Uh, Custom Manelli has said, Custom Manelli has been the, the massive shock in this race to my liking. Um, even though it came over with, you know, fairly decent form in WA, um, you, you know, go, go back six starts, it was winning a fifth grade at Kennington. Um, and it's two runs since uh, at Wenny. It scored in a heat going 29.78 and ran, then ran 52 when leading, getting run down by Simply Limelight last week. So I just think the box leans everything the way of baby JC. But it wouldn't surprise me to see either of those three Greyhounds drawn boxes, one, two or three to win. I've gone one, three, two and four. Magoo, I would be – I would – you would need to call the ambulance for me if you are tipping anything other than simply limelight. Mate, you're spot on there. Look, Duke, I'm an unabashed fan, a little bit surprised 
how how heavily supported the dog's been. I, I tipped Simply Limelight when the markets were 360 and three dollars, I think. And I thought, well, you know, 360, I'll prepare to cop a little bit of under to for a dog that's gonna need luck, blah, blah, blah. But this dog just makes his own luck. Sixteen wins from thirty-eight at Wentworth Park. We talked about Corborn Magic earlier as a stayer just being one of those great tenacious chasers. This bloke ditto. Like he's not even a three-year-old yet. He's not even three. He did break a couple of toes in the um, national sprint series. Yep. Coming like not a and has come back from that. That's what I'm getting at. You know. So yeah, and just 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 before just before that injury was being touted as probably the next best thing on the staying on the sprinting ranks. So I'm just an unabashed fan. I'm hoping that the green lights come and as they did last week. But if they do, good luck holding him out. Look, I think the value now is baby JC, now that the market's flipped like it has, because you can't deny a dog that's three for three off box one. Um, you know, Bobby said about, you know, not taken to Winnie yet, probably not meaning as, hasn't gone as quick as he expected. Oh, well, I think last week, yeah. Yeah, I think last week showed she has, because now she's had five starts at Winnie for two wins and three minors. Draws to be the danger. I thought, if there was, and sometimes, you know, you've got to have one as a saver bet. I just thought Reflections was the dog that could be the saver bet because yep. Love's Wentworth Park has a real affinity with the joint. Only race, like one win out of um, he, he her eight wins have been away from Winty and hasn't really pinged through the egg yet. So if she can come out and lead and there is trouble in the race, she's good odds at double figures. So, um, but no... No surprise. I've gone simply limelight my favour, the baby JC, throwing in reflections for a bit of value at first. All right, three, one, four, and two from Magoo, and I've mixed mine up as well. I've gone one, three, two, and four in the Ladbrokes Group One Golden Easter Egg Final for 2023. And as I said, good luck to all connections. It must be an enormous thrill to get through to the final. You dream of that, and I made that comment last week, and I, I trotted out the old dare to dream thing, and 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 really, that's what it is. Like. You can't win them sitting at home in the kennels, Magoo. So um, nervous connections oh, tonight. Could and you imagine night. what the week it'd be like? You know, how many times oh, do you, I, mate? I, we had you know a dog in the semi final, mate. I, I played that race in my head a hundred times. You know, and it's just like tell you one thing about Pat. Pat Rogers, she's unflappable. All she'll be doing from here to Saturday night is singing little ditties <laughs> and simply line lights here. She just loves the dog, loves it. All right, race number nine on the card is the aptly name Ronnie Arnold Masters final. Of course, Ron won the Alan Wheeler medal from Greyhound Race in New South Wales in 2022, the long, long, long-time servant of the GBOTA at Wentworth Park. Uh, and uh, Ronnie said to me last week, they could have named the Maiden Series after me. I said, Ronnie, you're a proven sire. You've got a couple of kids, mate. Come on. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie is a dead set Wentworth Park institution. I did similar sort of service and just got out before I ended up in one. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And congratulations. No, yeah, congratulations to Ronnie, Ronnie. On, on winning the Alan Wheeler medal as well. And, and this race, as I said, it's, you know, aptly named in his honour. Uh, again, connections beautifully drawn here. Smashed in early markets with Ladbrokes, one sixty-five into one dollar thirty. Now there's an early scratching here of number two, Trouble at Mill, which means that Angel Glow will get a run. And uh, actually, I'm just looking now, Magoo, and Angel Glow has been scratched. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought there was a chance that uh, Angel Glow wasn't going to go around. Yeah, well, she came out at 11.02. We're recording this at 11.30 on uh, Thursday morning. She came out at 11.02 a.m. this morning. So yeah, once, I reckon once I went, reckon once uh, the Carruthers saw they got a run, thought, well, you know, we, we were going to scratch anyway because there was something wrong with her in her heat last hence, week. She let up. And, yeah, hence and why Connections just, is now 165 into 130, mate. Yeah. And I look, Duke, we've discussed before sometimes when dogs go up, you know, silly unders and, and good things go up overs. In the early markets, I thought, seriously, a dollar seventy at one stage I saw connections bet and then a dollar sixty. This dead set looks like stealing money. Golden oldies, two heats run, little pocket rocket, this dog just oh, flies. Twenty seven you know, like, kilos. Yeah, twenty twenty you, you look and you go, oh, twenty seven kilo bitch. Yeah. So uh, twenty seven kilo dog. Eighteen from thirty. Just um, Stevie Hooker, he's one of the owners of this dog. I used to referee him in football. He was um, he had a little bit of lip on him, but uh, <laughs> nice bloke. Mate, if you were refereeing me, I'd be giving you lip as well. Seriously. Oh, Blokes with a whistle, you've got to be worried. I tell you, <laughs> my father always said, you've got to be worried about referees, mate. They're a different breed. <laughs> You're not wrong there, a rare breed. Uh, no, but look, this looks a free kick for mine, Connections. I just can't, uh, can't see him. Getting near this dog early out of the boxes, and uh, you know, you'll be running about 29.6, 29.7, just too good. Special mention for um, you know, Andy Rose Tour General in this yep. race who goes around at start 100. Andrew will be telling everyone that he timed it that way, <laughs> of that he timed he it to perfection. He's a great bloke, he does so much work down at Goulburn. Uh, you know, he drives the hair and that, he educates a lot of the young dogs for the trainers down there. and. When uh, when yeah. they say salt of the earth, yeah. that is Andrew Rowe. Yeah. Salt of the earth, mate. Does I've anything gone, for everyone. I've gone one, three, six, and five. I thought Red Hot Mouse uh, is probably the big danger, and the market reflects that around the six dollars, four dollars about tour general. One, three, six, and five, Magoo. Yeah, I've gone one, three, six, and seven, Drew. All right, we wrap the card up at Wenty on Group One Golden Easter Egg Night with a fifth grade over the 520 metres. And the favourite here from box number six is Royal Nengar uh, for Jack Smith. And Royal Nengar comes off an absolute flying run at Tamora earlier this week, going 25-65, three starts back, a winner here in, in uh, 30 and 14. Only had a couple of starts here. I've got it on top. Again, it just I just thought it was the Greyhound with probably the most upside in the race. Uh, Ten career starts, four wins, five minors. Uh, but if you're looking for something outside, there's a little bit of value there. You've got uh, $5 about Spread My Wings, Half Pass Tipsy and also Our Mechanics. $7 Flash As, eight fifty about It's a Caution and then we're into double figure odds headed up by Hey Scooby, which has been really well backed off the inside. Uh, $19 the opening quote with Laddies, now into $10. Yeah, look, I just think each way all day the yellow Half Pass Tipsy jet. I, I just, you know, first up at Wenny, the run was terrific last week against Go Bears in a Group 3 heat. Showed dazzling pace. I think, what, 5.38 or something to the first mark. Um, you know, that's just, the 5.34 actually, that's just airborne. Um, got the staggers late, but this is a lot easier. And there was a, a Group 1 dog that did run her down last start. Now, they're a good, good kennel, this uh, Alan Woods team from Newcastle. So... I'm going to go her each way all day at the $5, hoping she'll just ping and lead. 
I agree with you about Royal Nengar. I don't want him following half past Tipsy straight across and being right there to strike. And that's probably the way it maps, Magoo. It does, it does. But um, you know, I just think there's a, there is there is that hit and miss about him. And I'm hoping that it's a miss and she can steal a break because if he's sitting right there, he's going to take a hell of a lot of beating. And the pink, God, he's a fantastic dog, this dog, Duke. He's yep. been plagued by injuries throughout his career. When he fans haven't seen the best of our mechanic, 10 wins from 28. I think he was going to be a top liner when he first kicked off, but um, yeah, he had, had a few issues, but uh I think I got a nice couple of dollars out of him in his last wins at Maitland. I think they bet about eight bucks and then $2.60 at Gosford last start. So hopefully he can uh, show when he fans what he's really made of. But, yeah, um, I thought he was the danger. I've gone six, eight, three, and 5, Royal Nengar on top from our mechanic. And it's a caution. Um, uh, if it gets out to silly odds, it's currently $8.50. Uh, only had the one go over – oh, it's had a couple of goes over the 500, sorry. One at Dapto and that one at Nara last week in – 30 and 09 on Monday night, I should say. Um, yeah, I went five, six, I went five, six, eight, and four, mate. And as I said, I just keen on the yellow each way all day. All right, best bet on Golden Easter Egg Night, Magoo, from you. Oh, look, no prizes for guessing, but I'm going to go connections now into a silly odds. Um, you know, or I say silly odds, but now into short odds. But I had uh, connections labelled at best, mate. And your best value. Oh, uh, look, you know, throw up the stumps. And as I said, I'm going to no, I'm, I'm go rock star Heaney each way. All right. My best bet on the night is definitely Palawar King. As I said, I've been waiting and waiting for this dog uh, to draw the rails. He's only drawn it once in his career and he was a winner in there. He goes around in race number six, the same race as Magoo's value bet in rock star Heaney. So if you fancy either of our tips, maybe play the and tries with them. Uh, my value bet, I thought it was embracing race number four, around that $5 quote at the moment. Thought she was perfectly drawn. Magoo, it's been a cracker of a show. I am so looking forward to Saturday night at Wentworth Park. And if you're in Sydney, uh, try and get out there. We've got the markets on as well. There's plenty of things happening on course. And as I said, you can say that you were there the night that A-Dog won the Golden Easter Egg because it is one of the best nights of chasing action. Good luck to you on Saturday night, Magoo. Same to you, Jute. Lovely talking to you, and we'll catch up again soon. We sure will. That is our Behind the Boxes Golden Easter Egg special preview for 2023. Happy Easter to everyone. I hope you have a lovely time. Hope you can back plenty of winners. We'll catch you next time on Behind the Boxes. <laughs>